Vocal fam, what is up? It's Dr. P here. I just wanted to give a little preview of this episode. We were so thankful this morning to be joined by MC's new president, Dr. Blake Thompson. And we go through lots of great things. Uh, Dr. Thompson's Mississippi roots, his upcoming inauguration, his first year and his vision for our university. Uh, We also tell him a little bit about our research endeavors. And we just want to say how grateful we were to Dr. Thompson spending about 35 minutes with us. It was a really great morning. We were super stoked to have him. This has been on our calendar all year. And it was just a really great conversation. So we hope you enjoy it. We'll be back to our normal vocal fry shenanigans next week. Talk to you guys soon. You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. We are a podcast officially powered by bacon, so uh, we always... There's napkins. Oh my goodness, my goodness. The only thing better than bacon? Caramelized bacon. There you have it. One time he made candy bacon, and it was amazing. I almost died trying to eat it, Same. Yeah, it would be the same. You can just pull that towards you. Same thing, same thing. And adjust it however you would like. Uh... So uh, is the bacon for everyone or just him? Oh, you are more than welcome to <laughs> a strip really of bacon. really close to please it. Please, please, please. I'm just going to have a little piece. Nope. Um, anyway, well, we're excited to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Uh, how's your one so far? What did I agree to? Just, <laughs> just sitting here and having a conversation Good. with us. So you were just uh, actually welcoming some folks to campus, weren't you? I was. We've got um, math and science students from all over the state. Uh, Great. And um, for the math and science competition. And um, actually, what they do at this exact moment at 10 a.m. is they gather all of the teachers. Ah. Um, While the students are off doing, you know, um, competition and the rest, they gather all the teachers in one room at one time. So I went to tell them the MC story. Oh, great. uh, And tell them this was an incredible place for them to... uh, to send their students, and you know, I, I'm uh, I'm the uh, the son of two uh, teachers. Um, my brother's a teacher. My sister-in-law's a teacher. My other sister-in-law's a teacher. My other sister-in-law's a teacher. My <laughs> mother-in-law's a teacher. My grandmother was a teacher. Mm-hmm. It kind of runs in our family. And um, I told him this morning. I told him. I said, "Listen, I know what teachers do, right? You teach, but then you also you love your students, right? Yeah. And you care for them as if they're your own children." And I said, um, "I said wherever it is, you're going to send your." high school students off to college find a place that does that as well and and i tried i did my best to show them that this is a place that does that uh, in a remarkably uh spectacular way i think that's one of the things i've been impressed with so far having you on campus has been how student-centric you have been so far um because you know sometimes university presidents can maybe be sort of distant from students um and, and don't have as much interaction but you're often on campus when you are here in town and out and about, and they can access you, and it's very impressive. Well, th- thank you, but it, I, I, I got to know a guy you know, when I lived in Columbus, Ohio, who kept a big uh, pencil in the corner of his, his office. It was probably five feet tall, oh. and um, on the pencil was a saying, and it simply said, 
the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Oh, and man, for great. us, for us, right, and for you, the reason yeah. you're doing this job is because of students. Yeah. And that's what, I, that's what I always try to remind myself, right? And if we always anchor ourselves there, right, everything else is going to flow from it. Oh, man, that's that's. That's, that's, that's what I believe. That's, that's absolutely I believe. right. No, it's absolutely right. No, student centricity is. I mean, that's everything, man. Yeah. That's everything. Uh, so if you're not if you're not clued in here, Vocal Fam, uh, we are here with MC President Dr. Blake Thompson, new MC President, not quite fully installed yet, I guess. Right. That's right. Uh, but he's been here since June, July, July, J- July. Came in July. July. Uh, and uh, obviously the family's been here all year, and, and they're moved in. You guys have that awesome house over here. And uh, so tell us, so the inauguration's coming up in about a month, give or take a couple of weeks. A whole bunch of activities, yes. mc.edu backslash inauguration. Yeah. How, how many different things are going on that week? It seems <laughs> let, like... Yeah. Let, me, let me pause first and say thanks for having me oh, here. Of course. And I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's, a, it's just another chance to have a conversation, right? That's all we're doing, About, about what's going on here. Um, and, and I'll also say we, we are just, as a family, we're just incredibly thankful to be here at MC. That's great. Um, this is home already. It's home. It felt like home the first week. We were here, and um, our kids have just adjusted. There have been no adjustment, right? They've just fallen right in line. Uh, this is wonderful. Jana loves uh, her role, her evolving role, um, this beautiful home that the university has sitting up on the hill. Um, we're, we're, th- we're, we're grateful to be able to live in and to, and to use and, and to use it to share the MC story, right? I had a, a group of alums this morning, young alums um, who hadn't been back in, in quite some time, and we were able to have breakfast with them this morning and talk about the MC story as Great. well. And that's that's why that's why we have this beautiful home on a hill. And um, yeah, I, I, I can't think of anywhere else in the world I'd rather be than, than MC. So um, inauguration. Um, what I see inauguration as is I'm just the excuse. For us to have right a great week of, a of activities, party. a big party to tell the story of MC. We're going to welcome people from across the country and across the world uh, to MC, many of them for the first time. And it's a chance for us to show them uh, this remarkable place that we call uh, we call home. Um, it'll start um, on, I think, a Sunday night Sounds um, right. with a worship service. Um, and, and we'll be thankful. It'll be a chance for all of us to give to give thanks for what we for an institution and for for um, all that we've been blessed with. Um, we'll go throughout the week, and we'll get to highlight uh, my, my intent. And, and when, when some of our people started talking about inauguration, my intent was we could use it to, to celebrate our students. And, and you'll see throughout the week, students will be leading activities. Students will be uh, all of the music that will be performed. Yeah, we've got MC um, singers and we, Worship Collective worship both doing collective. things that week. Yeah, um, uh, It'll all be students that are, that are leading and performing and uh, we've got some special things planned um, to celebrate, and then it um, it culminates on the the Friday afternoon, and and really Friday afternoon is the only really place that I have a a real role. <laughs> sure. right? That's where where I get inaugur- actually thing. officially inaugurated. Um, but it's going to be I'm so excited. It's going to be on the quad, which I believe is this, not just the center and the heart of our campus. I've started referring to it as the center of the universe. Yes, <laughs> I, I, which 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 I think when we, we had lunch, you were talking yeah, about that, and I'm impressed. By which that. which yeah. I think we can do right. Um, right, we 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 serve the creator of the universe, right? Who has now given us the the quad, which is right here in the center of the universe. <laughs> there I, we go. Right, it's, it's, at least yeah. for me, right, and, and for us, are. right, the world revolves around uh, the quad. So I mean. I'm I'm excited yeah. to do that. I can't think of as people come to see us. I can't think of any better.
better place to welcome them yeah. than, than, the, than the heart of I our campus. I sometimes forget so. I'm from Clinton, and so I yes. just grew up. I mean, Adam said my dad's a professor in the music department, mm-hmm. and um, I guess I just forget until I, I go, go visit other campuses. And I'm like, man, MC is really pretty. Yes. I just forget. It's no. a really pretty campus. Yeah, when, when I came and visited here, walking across campus, that was one of the first things I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's sunny and like, it's peaceful. And there's the something about all the buildings. trees. And yeah, and the it just feels how you're like, I can see myself here. So well here. maintained. Yeah. It's just really pretty. Like, it's a like beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah. We often get that note when we host things, like when we host Nats or when we host something mm-hmm. else, and that that's a very common compliment that we're we're paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then and I keep I keep hearing from people who say, "Oh, I got engaged on the quad. Yeah. Sure. I got married <laughs> in, in Provine. Yeah. Like, if I've yeah. heard anything, I've heard I'm yes. married in Provine over yeah. and over again. It's yes. The space. amount of alumni who have been married in Provine is quite. That's a, my brother got married. Like a, it's quite yeah. a high number. It's pretty. Uh, it's it's absolutely mm-hmm. true. So now you're from. I'm going to say the wrong town. <laughs> What's the t- town in Mississippi? Where you grew up? Well, the way we say it is yes. Rienzi. Rienzi. Not the Wagner <laughs> Opera Rienzi, folks. Correct. Those of you music Correct. nerds. Uh, and, and and where is that? I have no idea. I don't North, know my Northeast Mississippi. Northeast little small town of two or three hundred okay. people. Okay. Um, my wife Jana and I both grew up in Rienzi. Amazing. Um, we went to. Uh, we were. I, I hate the term, right? <laughs> but we were high school sweethearts. Um, um, but yeah, we grew up there. Both of our family, both sets of parents, still live in Rienzi, and um, they, um, yeah, it's, a, it's just a beautiful little place where we learn right about family and and values and faith and and all the rest. The, the earliest I told the story, the earliest memory I have of of Jana is that we were little kids at Vacation Bible School at Rienzi Baptist Church, and um, oh. that's the uh, and that's then cute. you know and then thirty years after that we were getting married. At Ryan's, yeah. I guess oh, 20, cool. 20 years after you that, were we're, there. Okay, we're getting great. married at Ryan's Baptist Church. That's and, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a great, great story. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So I guess your uh, love for barbecue came from Mississippi then, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the one thing, right? I, I lived in, we had a, we lived in Ohio. Oh, it was a wonderful place. We love Columbus. Sure. Great place. The one thing I couldn't find was really good southern barbecue yeah i get that um i i, I often say and it was, i didn't joke it was true we we drive south just for the barbecue yeah. And, uh, yeah i've been able to uh over the last six months or so rekindle my um, relationship with good southern barbecue wait where do you like in in the jackson area then for for barbecue no you want me to start you want me to call out names i'm ready for it because i have never found one that i pre- like i'm from memphis and so i'm picky about hey, my i'll tell you what i tell you what would you allow me to take you to go eat barbecue <laughs> So instead of instead of instead of broadcasting okay. it to the world right now, Give I'll take secret. you. I'll okay. take you, okay. and then we'll come back. I'll come back on the show, and All we'll right. do an episode or about a segment the about the barbecue. If you'll do that, All right. with, I'm ready okay. for it. I'm ready okay. for some barbecue. I've been waiting. We, we for have this. a follow up. I'm ready for this. Absolutely. I've been waiting for this. I, I don't know how long I, have I been in MC now? I mean, Five years? Six yeah. years? It's time. I'm There's a huge fan of making my own barbecue. So I mean, I. I'm picky. But, uh, I'm, I'm picky. That's, 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 I'm very. Picky. We were actually at a conference last weekend, all three of us, and I was presenting. We were all down at, at, at USM, and I actually went for barbecue and had some of the best barbecue I've had in the state actually Suspicious. last weekend. Lethus, Lethus. Yeah. yeah. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and perhaps the best barbecue sauce you'll ever have. Wow. It, it's, it's warmed. Wow. In a crock pot. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I like that. I'm getting hungry. 
Yeah, so that's what the bacon's for. Obviously, you know, the student-centric attitude is, is clear. It just oozes off of you. But a, a, as an institution, you know, we have this great place here mm-hmm. that is centered around both faith and both high educational standards, academic yes. standards. We're one of the leading regional u- universities, you know, from a liberal arts college perspective in the South. Very, very high um, academic kind of coursework, this kind of thing. What is sort of, you know, as, as you've been here now for six months, just a couple things that you could tell us sort of about your vision for like where MC is going, where we're headed, you know, things that, things that you, you know, have come to learn here in these last. Yeah. So, so we talked about Ryanzi. So I, I described this as, this is my Ryanzi Mississippi way of saying who we are and what we do. <laughs> I describe it as the head and the heart. I've been using that phrase. Um, the, the head obviously is the, the academic excellence piece of what we do. And we are as good and as challenging and as rigorous as any institution you'll find. And I've, I find that over and over and over again in my interact on campus and my, my dealings with and, and interviews and, and, and interactions with uh, our faculty. And, and it's a- absolutely first-class academic institution. And then what makes us special, though, is this idea of the heart, right, the commitment yeah. to the cause of Christ. You don't find that at many other places, right? Not, not, right? There are different institutions for different purposes, but ours, right, combines those two things, the head and the heart. And that's the thing. I feel like a lot of schools, you pick. You mm-hmm. can go to a school that's very Christ-centered, and a lot of times you do give up a little bit of that academic kind of challenge or maybe the notoriety. Sure. Yeah. But you don't have – or, you know, you go to a very academic school, and that's just not present at all. Yeah. So. It's nice stuff, yeah. both. And, and, and yeah, in and the world, right, the world revolves around a bunch of different ideas and, and diversity of, of institutions. But I think we occupy a very important, vital space, and especially for those students who are looking, right, to, to put together, right, their head and their heart, right, to put together their academic, professional calling and their spiritual, right, what their soul's calling them to do as well. And, and I really do, you put those two things together – and I think you find a calling. And, and for us as Christians, right, calling is the, the highest calling, right, is to find what we're made to do. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite things about, I mean, this is my last semester. At, this is both of their last semesters. Yeah, semester. this is our last semester in, 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 their, in their masters. And I did, you know, we both did our undergrad here. And yeah. just looking back, I guess, I think one of my favorite things about MC and about, I guess, the music department in general, just because that's where I've, where I spent the most time, obviously. But for real. Um, is just like, have you ever thought about and just like realized how many of your professors like homes you visited and like have been invited you know they'll invite That's us over true. And, like, yeah. and they'll cook for us or have parties at mm. the end of the semester or have study breaks for us you know in the middle of finals like yeah. uh, Dr. Perna helped us move when we last yeah. semester I mean it was yeah. during Christmas break he took off an afternoon to come wow. and help us move I and- did Really, well, where can you expect? Yeah. I think we even asked jokingly. We were like, "Well, you know, this weekend, if if you're looking for something to do, and then there he was, yeah, mm-hmm. brought his dolly and helped us move." Um, um, just another another example. Um, I, I tell st- the story. I, t- I tell one story of what I call is is a way that we love our students in big ways, and um, and also tell stories of how we love our student in little ways, right? By by going to help move, right? By mm-hmm. right when I see a, a student with a broken foot on a cast, right? Can I stop a golf cart for a minute and yeah. make sure I pick them up and go to class, right? Those are little ways that we love our students, um, right? Sometimes it's just it's just a tough conversation in an office, right? Saying, and we've had some of those. You know, say, <laughs> saying, true. listen, I want, I want to speak truth yeah. to you, and and I'll speak truth and love mm-hmm. to yeah. you. And, and to be able to do to be an institution that not only encourages that, but allows that and, 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 and where that 
that kind of culture thrives is is unique and special. Um, I do tell if I can tell one more story. Yes, yes. I do tell I do yes. tell the story please. over and over again. Um, just in the first month or so that I was here, um, and, and it relates to how we love our students. I tell the story about our our, our student who uh, ended up in the ICU down at the medical center oh, yeah. in Jackson, mm-hmm. and um, and um, her her father couldn't get here, and he was overseas, and um, our faculty members went down and stayed with her in the ICU mm. so she wouldn't be alone. That's awesome. And, um, right, that's the kind of love. And, and then I come back and investigate that, right, and what I find <laughs> out, right, what I find out is those professors had just kind of organized themselves yeah. to make sure that, that she wasn't alone. And, wow. and and what I'm convinced of is when we love students in that way, what you guys are going to do is you're going to go off and love others in that way, and you're going to change the world by doing that. And, we can hope, right? <laughs> yeah, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure <laughs> but, it's nothing big. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the reasons we wanted to have you on also was just to tell you a little bit about what we've started uh, here in our little corner of the music department yes. in voice pedagogy. Yes. And when I, when I, I'll, I'll sort of set it up, but then they're going to tell you some things. When I came to MC, the ad was sort of a joint ad between here and, and my lab at the medical center mm. because I also work at UMMC yep. Yep. and, uh, the the exciting thing was the articulation agreement was already in place basically for me to be able to use their facility for my graduate students to be able to use their facility and then we sort of once i was in place i was able to coordinate with our speech language chief of speech language pathology and our ent uh a research collaborative and so then i was able to convince these wonderful humans (laughs) to stay on and do graduate school here yes uh we and and we started uh uh it 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 took john and josie and i those are my colleagues the medical center it took us a year to develop a new research agenda as you know that kind of thing takes time Uh, a lot of you know being in the literature i also had new equipment and technologies that i hadn't had my hands on every day um which are actually in that locked closet Right, yeah. bu- right, right there. Um, now we store nice, them here. Nice and, nice and safe, right? Uh, not a, exactly a locked box, but any, anyway. But uh, so tell them some of the things, Sarah, that that you know that we've had the opportunity to pursue in the last year, in the last two years. Sort of why we even started the podcast. Oh, yeah. to just, just. Well, I mean, first, kind of taking a step back, like you talk about the new technologies and this um, partnership with UMMC, and honestly, like. That's a huge part of what got me to stay here because yeah, I went. Not something that's. That I you went find. and looked at other schools for masters. I went up to Boston Conservatory and like auditioned there, talked to people, and I was asking questions and was accepted you, on a scholarship. Yeah, but I asked <laughs> and I'm like, you know, what do you have access to? Do you have any partnerships with um, hospitals or like what sort of research can we do? And they were like, well. And honestly, like, I couldn't be what we had here. Yeah. And so that was a huge part of what brought me back. And so we come back, and over the past two years, we started this research project into laryngeal manipulation, which is honestly just a fancy way of saying massaging your neck mm. into a lot to reduce, like, it can help you if you have vocal disorders, but it can also help you just as a singer. And we got to it's this. kind of the same idea as just stretching before you work out. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And so then... Finally, this past fall, we actually got to do our protocol. We brought in students, do the project, use all this equipment. 
and um, we got our abstract together after we did all our research and looked at our data, and we're gonna get and we got accepted to go to Voice Foundation this summer, which is just awesome. It's I a mean, huge symposium. Yeah, that, I mean, voice teachers um, come, and not just voice teachers, speech pathologists. So yeah, auto, auto laryngologists, speech uh, speech language pathologists, voice scientists, and singing teachers and singers. Yeah. Well, and you come to the symposium in Philadelphia yeah. every year. Oh, wow. It sets us up to go on after we graduate in the spring and we'll meet these people, hopefully make connections so that we can go out and continue to do more and share what we've learned here, what we know kind of, we're really excited. I'm excited. I'm really excited. (laughs) I'm excited to meet people, talk to people, hopefully we'll take the podcast because that's kind of what we've tried to do is, is use this to talk about our research. Like throughout the research process, we would each week talk about things we had done. Mm-hmm. And hopefully when we go up to Voice Foundation, we can interview some more people right. that are kind of other leading specialists, for lack of Well, a just word. this semester, you've had two of your textbook authors last weekend already on the podcast. Yeah, and you're going to have yeah. another one of your major textbook authors on campus in March. Wow. True. And this has just been a great way to like, get to meet them talk with them reach out to other yeah. people and give hear them this opportunity to hear their thoughts and oh my gosh they're hearing our thoughts that's a weird thing you know yeah. to realize like oh are people <laughs> well, actually no, no, no. listening to me <laughs> i think it's a great example for those of us who kind of have spent time in the academic world when we were training right you, there was this phrase right publish or perish that, that yeah, kind of dictated what you and i, I heard this phrase from a, a colleague just not too long ago i heard it several times recently of a partner or perish Right, yep. is the new paradigm. I mean, right, and you guys are are living examples here of this idea of partner parish, both in the in the research work, but also in the the collaborations that you're building across the country. Y- yes, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, I guess I'm speaking for you too when I say this, yeah. but I feel like we've both been so grateful that, like, you know, we're going to get to graduate from our masters being an, a co-author on a paper that hopefully will get published at some point, <laughs> yep. and so we've kind of made this partnership. And yeah. I, honestly, that's another cool thing, thing I valued about being here. Because, you know, yeah. if I'd gone to some other college for my master's, like, there's no way that a professor would have been able to take an interest and really it's pour into me, pour into us mm-hmm. the way that they have here. Because there's not just that tight-knit kind yeah. of family that the music, especially in the music department, becomes like... Just because we're small. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's well, just look, really I, I, I wanted to let them talk about this not me <laughs> and I, I will say that that very much reflected in what in what sarah just said and what leah just said my basic foundational uh, philosophy about graduate education is that i'm not training students i'm training my future colleagues yes yeah. And and that is my ongoing mission in graduate education. Uh, undergraduate education is a little different. They're, they're, they're both important, equally important, but but they're slightly different. I mean, as, as we all know. That's right. And, and, and um, you know, watching these two, I, 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 I'll brag on Sarah for a second. Um, she, about a week ago, we were in here in the lab with the lab equipment out, and, and she's working on a project um, just on her own, sort of. Sort of. A- and and uh, that's a, that's she, st- I, I told her I was so proud of her, and I actually bragged on her to one of my colleagues who's who's looking at her for for doctoral work. I said she started asking the right questions mm-hmm. that were not that were her questions and not my questions. Yeah. And that man, if I can turn them into being their own inquisitive, independent thinkers, 
that that's that's really that's really so I'm very proud of these two and 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 we got a lot of good stuff coming. We actually Sarah just came up and did a conference presentation with me. Oh yeah, two weeks ago <laughs> at Mississippi State. Yes, and uh, so and and she got this young girl. To tell them about the girl came up to you at the end. Oh, it was biz- I say bizarre. I just didn't expect it. This girl came up, and of course we're at Mississippi State, and they're an engineering school mm-hmm. among other things. And sure enough, like she had come to this music symposium, but she was like, oh, well, I'm actually a science major. I'm just oh, minoring in music. Yes. I'm like, well, awesome. And yes. she starts asking me all these questions about the science side and acoustics of the voice and things like that. And all of a sudden I was able to answer. I was like, oh my gosh, I actually know something. Yes. What a moment. <laughs> like, and I was just sitting there answering and she was like nodding, like it made sense to her. And I was like, oh my gosh. This is happening. It was a nice moment because I feel like you get to the end of your master's and you kind of have a moment of, what if I've just been faking this? Yeah. Like, oh my I gosh, actually do I, have anything? I learned anything? Do or, I know less now than I did when I started? Earlier? Actually. And I was just like, no, no, I think I can do this. <laughs> of course, you know, that comes and goes, but it was a great moment. <laughs> I was. I think, I think what you're also illustrating, right, is this idea of the, the good things happen at intersections. Right yes. when you start yeah. to when you start to intersect, right? The amazing thing you, you intersect with your colleagues, right, across other institutions. Yeah. But then also what you what you guys are a- actively demonstrating, right, is this intersection of of the arts and the sciences and yes. technology, and, and I love right? that. And that's where innovation comes from. That's where new ideas come from. That's that's right. That's ultimately. I, I, I heard someone say a long time ago that that innovation was a body contact sport. Right, and it means right that all of these things colliding together are where you get real innovation, and that's what that's what you guys are doing in this lab, right? In yeah. this locked and cabinet sitting <laughs> right here beside. Me, right? I don't like to leave nine thousand dollar devices <laughs> sitting out when they. <laughs> aerodynamics are expensive right. to measure, uh, so we sort of keep them uh, under lock and key. Uh, I, I just, you know, in regards to what you just said, I, I just think that. One of the things that I try to model with us is that I think we are the perfect example of STEAM rather than yes. STEM, of yeah. having the arts be a part of that model. And that's just a big push for me because I am also, as they are, we're all also active singers. Musicians, we're also yeah. singing. I mean, I'm singing with Mississippi Opera. We just did a gig on, on Tuesday night in Jackson, a few of my colleagues and I. I mean, you know, we're, we're still also musical. artists. And, and yep. so, so yes, in, we have an invitation. Oh, we do have we have our musical coming up. It's yeah. the last weekend in February, the 21st through the two weeks. 24th. Yes. Oh, my uh, gosh. Is it two weeks? Yes, it is. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, and it's kind of a, it's more of a review than a... Um, an actual, you know, like a just one musical we're doing. It's like a cabaret. Yeah, selections from a bunch of different, really just every different style and from every different era of musical theater. Oh, um, wow. So it's really, Hamilton, it's exciting. They were kind of able know. to, um, Dr. Perna and Dr. Spivak, um, who's directing it and is also his wife, um, were able to kind of base the selections on the talent that we have already here which is nice you know yeah. um and so it's really it's really exciting we're, we're looking forward to it it's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun so you should bring your family <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, well, date times make sure we everybody oh, knows yeah. um thursday friday and saturday the 21st 22nd 23rd of february it's at 7 7 30 okay Glad you know. 7 or 7 30 <laughs> full, full band it's good piano yes. bass, and then sunday guitar. is at three yeah, Sunday afternoon so, matinee. Should be exciting. Good music, music from Hamilton, Wicked. Um, then older, older ones. more like like. Um, What's the, I'm in one from the boys from, from Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, some Rogers and Hammerstein. You know, gotta yeah. have some classics Classic. in there too. Yeah, absolutely. Should be so, fun. A, bit, a lot, big variety. It's <laughs> a lot of fun for everyone. Speaking of classics. 
tell us uh, just a, of your love for Elvis. Oh, Elvis, Elvis. <laughs> so, um, well, well I'm, right, I'm a Mississippian. Yeah, right? you got to. You got to be proud of um, my my father. Actually, I understand. Uh, would dress up and perform as Elvis. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. And, and I only know this because um, for for one of my wife's milestone birthdays. Let's <laughs> okay. put it that way. Sure, sure. One of, my father agreed to um, to surprise my wife. Agreed to perform, reprise his role as Elvis. And I'm not going to say, I Amazing. love my dad. I love my dad. I'm not going to say whether he was, was young, say, that's the real question. young, was he any good? smooth Elvis or the older Las right. Vegas. I won't say which right, one right, he right, appeared right, at. Right, right. We don't need but, to go um, to that. But he did it. It was, it was a remarkable awesome. uh, surprise and, and fun. But we, we've always, right, so, so it's kind of been handed down, right? And and um, I actually love a whole variety of Elvis's music. I actually think Elvis was was remarkably progressive in his thoughts on race and right and, sure. and other things right he combined different genres of music that yeah. people absolutely perhaps they were taboo to combine at that time yeah well elevate, i mean certain and, styles that yeah 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 he, he didn't shy away from right embracing all of those different yeah. styles of music um i have uh if you visit philip's house i have this little office space and in it i have a cutout of Elvis, life-size cutout of Elvis <laughs> present some dear friends gave me uh, when I was leaving Columbus, Ohio, and and then I, I like to say as, as I'm doing the tour of my office, I have I have the king, and then on the wall behind Elvis, I have a uh, a piece of art done by Professor Quinn from oh, here in this yeah. building of Jesus. So I like to say I got the king, and, and king I got the king of kings. There you go. Nice. Have a lot of fun with Elvis, um, and, and love the music. Our kids uh, even know Elvis. Uh, we've they've listened yeah, to it in road trips enough. And um, a little teaser for you: perhaps we'll get to uh, incorporate oh. a little Elvis music into some things going forward. So. Oh, sure. right, right, right. We should have done a number from All Shook Up. I didn't All even think up, of that absolutely. until now. Oh, that would have been yeah. fun. Oh. Oh. We've got time. We've got plenty of time. It's a million dollar quartet enough to know, but. He's in that, right? Yeah, million. He's one of the yeah. million dollar quartet. Oh, there yeah, go. there's another show called Million Dollar Quartet. That's he and uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Jerry Lewis. That's right. Jerry right. Lewis. And then, I don't remember the last guy. That's the only one I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, some but, other person, right. not as famous, yeah. I guess. Is New Stage doing Million Dollar Quartet this year? I don't or think so. They their just musical, do it. Their musical. They're doing. Oh no, they're doing is, the Steve Martin thing. I think yes, they yes, just yes, did right, Million sorry. Dollar Quartet though recently. Something Maybe. like that. I um, couldn't tell you. So. One, one other thing that sort of the only thing that really links you and I prior mm. to your coming to MC <laughs> and, and I wore a bow tie today yes. on, on purpose because bow ties are cool um, well because bow ties are cool thank you oh. the 12th doctor but uh, not all, the 12th excuse doctor excuse me the 11th doctor what am I saying goodness gracious the heresy sorry uh, we're talking about Doctor Who yes. <laughs> um, but uh, is that I used to work for WVU and was on the presidential subcommittee of something subcommittee to help appoint Gordon Gee, who Absolutely. was your former boss That's right. uh, uh, at, at Ohio State. You have to tell us one Gordon Gee story oh, for the yeah, podcast. No, I, I owe a great debt of gratitude to, to Gordon Gee. Um, he really kind of brought me back into higher education and uh, it's been a remarkable mentor and, and guide to me. And, and yeah, I, I've started on occasion to, to wear a bow tie as well. <laughs> In part to recognize him. Did you see just in the last week, uh, some publication ranked university presidents, and he was ranked number one. I'm oh, sure he was. Great, great publication, awesome. and, and and I'm just incredibly thankful 
to to have him as a as a mentor. Yeah. And um, he a lot of what I've I've learned from him, I've tried to put in practice, and he's just a remarkable man. Yeah. Back at West Virginia. Um, where he started as a university president at 36. Yeah, 36 years wow. old. And he, now um, they're in his 70s. In his yeah. 70s, he um, he sent me a text message the day of the announcement here, um, um, when I was named president, and the text message said, "What took you so long?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought okay. I was on fast track, but he yeah. Like, yeah. Fine, fine, cool. <laughs> yeah, when he came back to WVU, he said he was trying to fix all the things he screwed up the first That's time. Right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but I will tell you, he was a remarkable man because he used to like send me emails at two or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I will say so one great. thing about his his leadership style that I think you, you also I, I've seen following was that. You know, I, I was just the Senate Curriculum Committee chair. I mean, which, you know, I mean, I was just a faculty member. I wasn't a dean or something yeah. like this. He would send me personal emails yeah. thanking me, like after a Senate meeting when I would present our report and, you know, whatever, and maybe sometimes have to deal with certain fights among yeah. faculty. Yeah. Um, we had a few more of those there than we do here. And uh, he would send me thank you notes. I mean, just thanking me yep. for my service to the institution. And uh, it was really, really quite remarkable. Getting that from a university president yeah. um, who didn't need to do that. That's right. No, no, he had a remarkable ability. I think some of the things I learned about loving our students, I learned from him. And just loving caring for the family right, of the institution, I learned from him as well. Yeah, wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. In, indeed, a remarkable person. So we have... Uh, we, we have a tradition here on Vocal Fry, so sure. w- one of our missions with the podcast is while we talk about heady bench science, as we sort of demonstrated and you got to hear a little yep. bit about, we also are trying to bring voice pedagogy and science sort of out of the ivory tower by putting it through the lens of a little bit of also nerd pop culture. <laughs> as one of my friends who's been interviewed on the podcast has said, well, we all are people, we all go to the bathroom, we all do yard work, so, okay. um, <laughs> but uh, do you have any other interests outside? of the a- a- academy that, that that you read a series of books or, or a certain TV show or or a podcast you listen to or, or anything that you or you breed tropical fish that was one yeah. thing one guest has has told us well well one one thing I, I'll share and I got two thoughts on this first thought would be we do have a small blueberry farm uh-huh. oh, that's so, awesome. so so the Thompson family it actually is named after my wife, Jana. It's called Jana Berry Farms. Um, in Mississippi? Uh, in Mississippi, North Mississippi. It's kind of in the edge of the um, Holly Springs National Forest, oh, which okay. is, is, is kind of up in North Mississippi. And and um, we, we it's just a beautiful little piece of yeah. land with with uh, hundreds of blueberry bushes on it. Amazing. And, That's so yeah. cool. A lot of blueberries. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. blueberries. Uh, we, we haven't managed to make any money off of it, no. but that's not sure. the... Not, we're, I learned the term gentleman farmer. A gentleman, oh. gentleman farmer is one who never makes money off of the farm. <laughs> Very green acres. Yeah, yeah. We, so we, we have great fun. There's a great little retreat uh, place for us to, to have and go, although we don't... We, we went more to the farm when we were living in Ohio than we've gone since we've oh, lived sure. in Clinton, right? We've been, sure. been so busy, right, yeah. getting getting acclimated here. But um, And I guess the irony of the situation is I don't really like fruits and vegetables, so I don't eat I blueberries, but yet I'm a, a blueberry farmer, a blueberry farmer. Um, and then I guess the other, the other comment I'd make to you is that um, I don't do pop culture very well. That's fine. But, but my wife, Jana, does. She and she'll tell you she right. she covers this department for our family. So 
So perhaps at some point we can have her back on the podcast and let her talk a little bit of of pop culture. She's uh, really good at it, enjoys it, and is in tune with uh, what's going on today. We heard it all, though. We had one person come on one time who was like, I do um, crossword puzzles. And we were like, Mm. okay, you do crossword puzzles. Awesome. And we we rolled with it. Yeah. He also also enjoyed chopping chopping wood. Yeah. Chopping wood. Because, you know, you got to do something for fun yeah. that's, that's fun, right right, that's right. we, we like so. to joke to that own. that we're either a star wars podcast about singing and pedagogy or we're a marvel podcast about voice science we're not really sure we it's have a, we, we have daily identity crises hey good things happen in intersections right there 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 that's, that's right. what that's it right. is that's yeah. that's what Great we're doing right? in intersections, intersections. Yeah. all right uh we have a couple of traditions on vocal fry also yeah. breakfast uh, still those sad little frittatas. You know, they're frozen, they're eggs, they're healthy. What is my life coming to? I don't know. I miss muffins. Okay, very good. So we, we, we then our final vocal fry tradition is we always do takeaways at the end of the episode. Just one single thought uh, oh, that, that you want to leave the, the crowd with. Uh, so I, and I, we're I, really I, bad at that. Don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> Leah and, and Sarah, uh, my, one I of tried. our graduate students last year, Michael, he, was, he would always come up with some very philosophical, very... Like all of a sudden, go on to this thing about n- this nerd fitness blog that he had read, and about mm-hmm. how this one uh, anyway. Or just something deep about how, like you know, really you should take a moment every day to. I can't even get like this thing. To like just I can't even go there. And yeah. Look at a tree. Okay. And uh, like that was. And you very, were just like. Okay. Well, very all right, good. Michael. So uh, I'll leave it to you here, sir. W- one last final thought for our for our listeners. Uh, Vocal Fry has very much become a vocal fam. Um, uh, uh, Too many hashtags. That's my takeaway. Hashtag Vocal Fry. (laughs) Hashtag Vocal Fam. You're not allowed to use any more hashtags. So one final thought, takeaway from. Well, I just I just say that for me today, right? The um, great thing has happened is this intersection of right uh, us sitting down and and then what I'm going to do is take it out, right? And I'm going to go out this intersection right outside the window here, and (laughs) I'll see I'll see what student I can find, and we'll make a. A great yeah. thing happened there, there as well. So. so thank you so much You're for joining us. This will be all over social media and all that kind of stuff uh, very mm-hmm. soon once I have it edited. I've heard about the social media stuff. Right? <laughs> right. It, it, a little bit of it. It is. It's a weird fad. I thought it would go out of style by now. I know that most of your social media is on Twitter, but we're much more on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, I do Instagram as well. Facebook. I think I have a little bit of Facebook, but that's... Yeah, it's just uh, not as hip and trendy, right? <laughs> no, it's not yeah, as Instagram is the big one. Yeah. That's the new. That's yeah, Instagram is definitely tre- hip and trendy. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, I ever liked on Facebook were people's photos, anyway. Yeah. So, so there Instagram. you go. I do a boomerang every day or two on Instagram. There you go. You know. Right. You're in. There you go. Yeah. Including the one for signing day. Uh, That's right. That's this, right. This, this this week I caught That's that. Right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank All you. All right, Pleasure. local fam. Peace out. <laughs>